So after a two-part story of a tornado super outbreak, I thought it would balance the scales to feature a tornado story that occurred in one of the most improbable of locations for tornadoes, the Pacific Northwest. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. An unusually intense squall line swept coastal Oregon and Washington states, but hidden within this were strong embedded tornadoes, and among them, an F3. Wednesday, April 5th, 1972, this day in weather history. It is a fairly well-known fact that the Pacific Northwest isn't in the conversation normally when discussing things like a tornado alley. But this is also planet Earth, where anything can happen anywhere at any time. For this region, it doesn't happen often, but tornadoes still occur. Check this out. Official tornado counts in the United States go back to around 1950. I know it's not a long way back, but it's all we have as far as written records. However, in that time in this area of today's story, there have been a total of 85 tornadoes on record. So quick math tells me that this equates to 85 tornadoes in 70 years. And of those, the vast majority are on the weaker end of the spectrum, rating in the EF0 to EF1 category. In today's event, there were four at once, which immediately is unusual. But this outbreak was packing a deadly F3 tornado that struck Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington. Now, for perspective, the last time a tornado of F3 strength occurred here was June 3rd of 1894. With official records starting 56 years later, these ancient events, <laughs> archived events, I guess, were determined through historical records and then filtered through modern analysis. This outbreak was called the 1972 Portland-Vancouver Tornado. It was on the ground for 8.7 miles or 14 kilometers across the very heavily populated Portland-Vancouver metropolitan area, causing heavy damage. So now, I have brought to you, in the past month, three tornadoes that ripped through major U.S. metros. There was Atlanta, the other day I told you about Dallas, and today we're talking about Portland. This still remains today as the deadliest tornado in the history of the Pacific Northwest. And again, we don't see many here, but they do happen. And when something like this happens, it immediately makes the history books. In all, the outbreak killed six people while injuring an additional 301. Another rarity for this region of the Union is that it killed anyone. Yeah, nothing about this event was normal. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. What happened? Early in the morning, there was a very typical combination of showers and sunny breaks behind a cold front that drags across the mountains. But a spring squall line with heavy showers and thunderstorms developed within. Now I say spring for good reason you will have milder Pacific air masses at the surface, but this is the northwest. So there is a cold air mass that's getting dragged in with the front, and that will trigger possible heavier thunderstorms. And that brings an inherent risk of rotation. 
and there we're talking about tornadoes already. It was from this line of cells shortly after midday that a tornado dropped close to a National Weather Service observation station at the Portland airport. And this twister moved fast. It swept rapidly across the Columbia River and through central east Vancouver, Washington. Those who died were concentrated within a several block stretch in Vancouver. It blasted through a local high school along its trek, and those memories are still fresh for a lifelong resident of Vancouver, Washington. Ms. Sue Nevitt Marlette remembered in an interview that she gave back in 2007 where she was in junior high at Fort Vancouver High School. And I quote, We were in home at class when we noticed blackness through the windows of our classroom. The air pressure changed for reasons we didn't understand at the time, and things became suddenly, strangely calm. Some of us went outside to investigate. It was then that hail the size of golf balls came ripping down. It hurt so bad, we had to retreat back indoors. Amid the chaos, the high schoolers ran to the nearby grade school for cover, where they immediately filled the gymnasium with frightened and injured children on and under coats. From helpless to heroes, just one of many stories to emerge from the events that unfolded this day in weather history. Tomorrow is April 6th, and over the course of April 5th and 6th, there was a mass migratory wipeout for thousands of birds when they encountered strong winds, cool temperatures, and heavy rain. Is this normal? What could have caused this, and why? It's all answered tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.